I was told that you had retired. Well, you brought me out of retirement, sweetheart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's no business like show business, like no business I know. From the beautifully restored Brownwood Lyric Theater in revitalized downtown Brownwood, it's Waxing Lyrically. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. The podcast devoted to and hosted by our own Lyric Theater players. For the people, all sit, sit down, sit down, you're rocking the boat. People, all sit, sit down, sit down, you're rocking the boat. And now here's your host for tonight's show, Paul Underwood. Welcome to Waxing Lyrically. I don't even know what number show this is, um, but um, you did. You brought me out of retirement. <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> Dominique Stevens. Tell me about the name Dominique. I mean, well, that is, a, that is an awesome, authoritative, here I am world name. Well, you know, my mom, she said that she was wanting to name me Monique. Okay. And, or Nicole. Mm-hmm. And so, but she was also a big fan of Dynasty. And there was <laughs> this character played by Diane Carroll named yeah. Dominique Devereaux. Ooh. So she decided, oh, okay, Dominique, let's do the spelling with Monique in there. So uh-huh. it's Dominique. And that's, that's what happened. Okay. And Nikki is a nickname, a childhood nickname for me. I was going to ask you if, if mm-hmm. any, any family members, they like, does your mom call you Nikki? Oh yeah. That or baby people that have known me since, I don't know, elementary, they've called me Nikki and, you know, family. And, but normally it's either D or Dom or I've heard, I've had some people call me Dominic Hugh just for fun. Yeah. But Okay, you mentioned elementary. I mean, mm-hmm. can you remember your first time on stage doing anything, Dominique? It was, I believe it was fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coggin Elementary. Yeah. Um, my teacher decided to choose me to read this essay over Arbor Day. And that was the first time I stood on stage behind a mic and just read. About trees. About trees. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom, she's, oh, she's, she's such an amazing woman. She, she just helped me learn how to read and how to um, make sure the words sounded correctly. And, mm-hmm. you know, all that wonderful mom stuff yeah. when she's helping you learn. And, and uh, I got up there and I did it and it felt cool. Yeah. But I still had a whole lot of nerves. Mm-hmm. And but that was the first time that I ever did something on stage. And that was fourth grade. OK. Anything after that before your first lyric appearance? Well, were you I, in drama? And I was. I was a I was a Mathis kid. OK. I All right. Was. Are you going to cry like Candace did I, talking you know about what? Larry Mathis? I'm going to I'm going to do what I can. Oh, you have some tissue. there. Well, Thank you very you know, much. Th- this is such a new place. We're, we're <laughs> recording this over in the green room, our new apartment mm-hmm. behind the lyric. And. We don't even have Kleenex yet, but I do have a roll of toilet paper here, Dominique, if just you need it. Just keep it this way, keep just in case right. I need to. All right, there you go. 
<laughs> I, I just, I love Larry, you know, yeah. um, back during that time, you had to audition in order to be into play production. Mm. So freshmen weren't just automatically put in. So, and I remember I was deciding, okay, I think I want to try to do this. I'm going to step out my comfort zone again and yeah. see what happens. And I, I remember auditioning, uh, behind one of my good friends, um, at the time, Danielle Carmichael, rest in peace. Mm. Um, we went out there and had to stand right in front of Larry and he had this stone face that, you know, you couldn't tell what he was thinking or anything. And that was so intimidating. I just remember <laughs> like, Oh my goodness, what am I doing? And I remember, um, later on, my friend running to me and she goes, how does it feel? Like, what are you talking about? Well, how does it feel to know you got into play production? It's like, what? So we run up the stairs in the high school and right on the glass window, right where the theater class was, it was my name, her name, and two other freshmen that got in. Yeah. So that was huge for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my very first show that I was in was You Can't Take It With You. Really? Yeah. Yeah, at Brownwood High, I played Reba. I saw that show, and it was wonderful on the lyric stage. Who played Reba? Reba Who was, played Reba at the lyric here? Uh, Patty. Okay, Patty. Okay. Yes. All right, yeah. Yeah, so... The, the, the maid. maid. Mm -hmm. Yes. That was my very first role. He got me out of my shyness and just encouraged me like only Larry can. Yeah. So, and because of all of that love and that comfort that I felt in theater, I decided to minor in it in college. Okay. Now, where did you go to school? Angelo State. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Along with your director, too, is an yes. Angelo State grad. Yes. She's sending her two lovely twins there. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And that was the first time that I ever saw Shannon was in a show at Angelo State. And it was Hedda Gabler. She played Hedda. Yeah. And I remember seeing her. I was oh, my gosh, she's amazing. She's awesome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, she was also good friends with a cousin that also went to Angelo State. And I remember moving back home and just wanting to come to the Lyric and see the shows again, be involved in that. And now, all these years later, I get to be directed by her and yeah. it's it's perfect to me so nobody else is going to hear this but what do you think about shannon as a director <laughs> she's the best yeah. ever yes well <laughs> she really is you'll like, get no complaints from me i mean <laughs> i had the pleasure of getting directed by her in greece mm -hmm. and uh, i just loved it and just peeking in and, and watching the way she works how are the notes going that she you gives? know and it's it's so full of love you know, she really does pay attention to everything. And I think, honestly, the notes are just for, you know, the general rule of notes, you know, be careful with this, be careful with that. And if there's something that she needs to talk to us about individually, she'll just come up, give us a hug. You know, I love you, baby. <laughs> but let's but, do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I loved it. Like just earlier today, I, I was I'm feeling a little tired a little yeah, exhausted it's right. it's it's a lot and I asked her to pray for me and she prayed for me right on the spot wow so I I, I love Shannon any other memorable non-lyric roles that you had a chance to play I got to play um Clemma 
in Neil Simon's proposals at Angelo State. And that was the only time that our costume mistress got to direct a show there. And uh, it was the lead and it was a lot of a lot of dialogue. I was there from, from the beginning to the end. And yeah. it was so overwhelming. I said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Yeah. But I, I, that was memorable. I'm so. not familiar with that Neil Simon work. I, I did Odd Couple mm-hmm. and I know that it's just so conversational. Yes. And there's no prompting. No. The line before yours is going to have nothing to do with what you have to say. Absolutely nothing. It was definitely a labor of love to make sure that you had your strong foundation. Yeah. You go in there, you know your lines, you know your character, mm-hmm. and just do to the best of your ability. <laughs> so let's talk about your character in Sister Act. I just wanted to just be on stage again. I felt that itch, yeah. and it had been a while, and you know, I didn't do anything after Mamma Mia. Right. And... I was like, okay, Chicago's coming up. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll be the time. And yeah. then that changed. And then they said, Sister Act. And I said, oh. <laughs> okay, well, maybe. Yeah. And I was still on the fence with it. Because yeah. it's, it's such an iconic role. Oh, yeah. And I just... I don't know. I just said, okay, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to go and have fun, see what happens. The audition process. The whole audition process. Yeah. And uh, I, it, it was so much fun. It was so much fun during auditions. And it was a little bit of that waiting game because, you know, it just it's that anxiousness and that nervousness. Oh, of, oh yeah. man, I wonder what they're going to think. I wonder how they're going to cast it. What are they going to... You know, just the worries that come, oh, yeah. you know, after auditioning. And then I had been completely busy at work because I work at the chamber now. Mm-hmm. And I step, I started getting these messages on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at what happened. Oh, my gosh. Did you see? And I was like, what am I supposed to be seeing? They said, go look. And so I see the cast and I, I actually teared up. I yeah. cried. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. It's an honor. <laughs> I have to confess, I've never seen the movie, mm-hmm. never seen the the uh the musical obviously uh, yet. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> Tell me about Dolores. Oh, Dolores. Van uh, Cartier. Van Cartier. Uh she grew up uh went to a Catholic school. She was known as Doris Carter. Mm-hmm. So, she decided to get into the world of entertainment and Mm -hmm. nightclubs and just that entire scene and change her name. She wanted to be seen and wanted to be out there. She has that dream of being successful. She's constantly talking about Donna Summer because that's her idol, you know? (laughs) So I think that's another reason why she changed her name. She wanted to get away from this plain Doris to Dolores with something more sass, more attitude. Are you there yet? Have you found her? I have found her, but I think what really is going to set it off is my wig. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to get to see that beautiful hairstyle. You're going to wear a wig the whole time? Yes, because it's it's 70s, and um, 
I, of course I could do the fro. That's, that's not a problem, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, with her idolizing Donna Summer, you know, I talked with her with, with, um, with Shannon about this. I would feel that she would try to emulate her in some form or fashion. Right. So I was able to get in contact with a Miss Irma, you know, and she was able to find a fabulous wig. Have you tried her on yet? Oh, yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. And it's great. I can't. Yeah, I can't even describe it. It's great. So it's going to be donning that wig is going to be what gets you into. That's that final, final piece. piece. Yeah, that final piece. And it's long and curly. And yeah. it, it's, it really does look like something from the 70s. Yeah. So this takes place in the 70s? Yes, it does. Okay. Did the yes, movie take place? Because it came out in the early 90s. 90s. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was 90 base in, in the movie. In the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the musical... Yeah. Takes it back. Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. All right. And see, that's the thing with the musical in the movie. Those that are familiar with the movie, you're still going to get that same energy um, yeah. from the characters, but none of the songs that were in the movie are going to be in the musical. Okay. But the musical is a standalone. Yeah. And it's gorgeous and fabulous on its own, so it doesn't have to copy what the movie does because it's a completely different medium so it's all original music and it's really funny <laughs> the composer alan Menken, he mm. he's done a lot of disney so you know we're going through and listening to some of the the score and we're like oh that sounds like beauty and the beast oh that sounds like little mermaid so it's yeah yeah it's it's really cool i heard a song last night that you sang and i think it had a little bit of wicked in it too maybe. you know there's pieces yeah there's pieces yeah. yeah but it was very very beautiful you have a beautiful voice thank you people are gonna be shocked i think <laughs> thank you it's it's uh it's it's a lot yeah it's a lot for me um i've always been nervous to mm-hmm. put out that side of me you know i did quick karaoke yeah. and um i had auditioned for into the woods in college and um did a little shop of horrors at Angelo Civic. Okay. Um, but I was just ensemble, yeah. you know, just like with mama Mia, I was just, I was just ensemble. I got to sing with a whole lot of people. So mm-hmm. it was great. You mm-hmm. had that comfort, but now it's by myself. So that confidence I'm working on it. <laughs> if you don't totally give into the character because you're afraid of looking ridiculous, right? then you're going to look ridiculous if, if yeah. you don't, you know, so you, yeah. ju- you just, it's that letting go part. Yeah. And, um, and you don't want to peak too soon. You right. Know? So you always want to feel like you're building towards mm-hmm. opening night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, you know, we were talking about, Oh, something happens when you, you get that click right yeah. before, you know, opening night when right. you get that first audience where everything just, is just right in the right path. You're in that pocket, that, uh-huh. that warmth where everything just feels good. Yeah. You know, we're not there yet, <laughs> yeah. but I trust this cast mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. and the magic we've already created from the very first rehearsal. I mean, we've done this in two months, Yeah. so it's been a fast ride, Yeah. but we have just had so much fun. Talk about, Danielle, your your choral director, the yes. music director. Yes, she yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, and you know she kept saying that this is her dream, and my goodness, she has a way of teaching that just makes you understand what you need to do, and 
the woman is talented. Oh yeah. Like I just, I can listen to her sing and just, I just, I'm just sitting there just watching. <laughs> I was like, Oh, sorry. It's my turn. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. She's, she's great. And I'm so glad to get to work with her cause I went to school with her. Okay. And right. we, it was funny cause at auditions we were looking at each other, like, I know you. Yeah. I think I know you. Danielle, Dominique. Yeah. Oh my like goodness. High school together or college? Like, High school, okay. like middle middle school, I think. Oh wow, yeah, middle school, high school. Okay, yeah. So it had been a long time. How old are you, Dominique? I'm 37. I'm not supposed to ask that. It's I'm, okay. I'll, I'll edit that out. No, it's cool. <laughs> 37, and 37. we might as well just talk about you. You are engaged to be married. I am. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about Jerry. Oh, Jerry, Jerry. He is just one of the sweetest people in the world. Yeah. Um, we met at Corks and Caps. Yeah. So I guess things happen over a bottle of wine. There you know. go. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, um, some meet in church. And you, then, know, you know, but so. it's funny. He actually was the one to get me back into church. Yeah. So it just happened. It just, it just happened. He's such a huge supporter yeah. of everything. He's run lines with me mm-hmm. and I took a picture and sent it to my mom. I said, look how happy he looks. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, that's invaluable. And I know, you know, my wife has had some big roles and I've helped yes. her. And then, yes. and now that you're, she was really able to help me and footloose. I don't right. think I could have done it without her. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I, I couldn't, I couldn't have done Mama Mia without Jill because yeah. she's fabulous. Just just saying. <laughs> well, we do agree on that. Too. Um, we've kind of touched on it. You were in two lyric productions. Mm-hmm. I think just two before yeah. this one, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me about just that first time stepping into the theater to audition for Rumors. Goodness, we were still kind of doing the whole mask thing, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I was nervous as all get out. And I went in there and I sat kind of by myself, didn't know anybody really except for um a few people yeah and um i was wanting to audition for clue but i i just i just couldn't get my nerves together in order to do that so that was okay yeah um and i'd been wanting to audition for such a long time and i just said once again okay just go enjoy have fun yeah i was so deathly nervous because <laughs> I hadn't auditioned for anything in so long. Yeah, probably what fifteen years yeah, or so. Just about. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I just got blessed to be part of that cast. You did a small role as yeah. a cop. Mm-hmm. Came on at the end. You mm-hmm. and Jake did. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I could tell, I mean, you might've had what, one line or something. I think there was about two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I could see it though. I could see that you were going to be a natural up there. Oh, thank you. Which leads me right into the fact that I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but you are the first woman of color, Dominique, to have a leading role on the lyric stage. Wow. Yeah. Well, you probably knew that. I don't, I didn't, I didn't really think about it. Yeah. I yeah. just... And, wow. and there's no reason why you should, but I did want to just get your thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I'm honored. Yeah. <laughs> um, representation is very important. Yeah. You know, I, I think about, you know, that puts things in a little bit more perspective, you mm-hmm. know, um, 
seeing my face on the billboards has been something crazy. I was going to ask you about so that. Crazy. How does so crazy. So <laughs> I can't get over it. I've been telling everybody I cannot get over that. You know, went into docs whenever we were doing Is something there a for work out there and on there was Well, no, it was just one of the posters okay. that was on the door and oh, I said, yeah. "Oh, oh, oh." That's, that's my face. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's keep going past, <laughs> you know? Um, but I'm being recognized in the stores yeah. now. And, and I, I know that people are taking notice Yeah, and I just hope that, uh, I just hope that they enjoy That's yeah. You know, that's all I, that's all I care for. Mama Mia, you were in the chorus. Are you sick yes. of those ABBA songs yet? You or, know what? what? No. And what's crazy after that, they're everywhere. I hear, I hear ABBA everywhere from a random commercial or a TikTok video, and I immediately go right back to the choreography. Yep. I bet you do. <laughs> Which got thunderous applause. Man After Midnight got the biggest applause every night. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was something. I think it was Candace that thought up the idea of calling us the, the spice ladies or spice women just because we were the older ones out mm -hmm. of the group of the ladies that were dancing. And uh, it was myself, Candace, and Stephanie Brownlee. And we just, <laughs> my gosh, it's, it was so much fun for us. It really was. Okay. Tell me what this phrase means to you, Dominique. Your mind believes everything you tell it. Give it love. <sighs> do you that's... talk to yourself a lot? Oh, yes, I do. I because... do too. And a lot of mine is very degrading towards myself. Why do I do that? We are our own worst critic. I know. And it's, it's always been that way for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, self-esteem issues and so you you gotta know, work low at confidence. It? I have to work at it. Folks, yeah. she, she's got this phrase plastered on her Facebook wall <laughs> in case you're wondering where I yes, got that from. Okay. I remember. <laughs> so is that just a, is it a constant reminder for yourself then? It is. Yeah. It is because I can get down to so such a low point mm -hmm. and I just have to keep telling myself, love, love you. Yeah. Love everything that's going on in your life because life is too short. You Who know. brings you up? Oh, so many people, <laughs> so many people, um, this cast for one, yeah. you know, whenever you're tired and you're ready to just go to sleep and you get in there and you see everyone's smiling faces and they're just ready to go. That's, that's another lift for the day. Um, Jerry, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, and my awesome friends like Candace and who I actually get to work with every day. Yeah. So that's a bonus. Yeah. Um, and then my mom and my sister. Yeah. So they left me. Speaking of your cast, I reached out to some cast members oh. and I just asked them to kind of say something about you. Oh, goodness. And I'm going to keep it anonymous here, but I'll just read some of these. Okay. Am I going to need the tissue this I don't know. Time? Maybe. I might need them. I get emotional too, <laughs> okay. Dominique. So, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes hearing her solos, especially Fabulous Baby, makes me tear up. Now, I've heard you get a little emotional in a song, too. Oh, yeah. Are you going to be able to 
And I think the I think that's okay. I think it's okay because to a point, right? Yeah, to a point because <laughs> then it'll start to affect yeah. these vocal cords, right? <laughs> so I have to fight back the tears. Mm-hmm. You know, I get a little emotional during "Fabulous Baby," um, and it's the second song of the show. Yeah, just because it's like an anthem. Is like it doesn't matter what you what anybody else is thinking. Be fabulous to you. It's that confidence that go. we were talking about. Yeah. So that's those those lyrics mean something it's close to home it does yeah. just like sister act and you're gonna have to have a little restraint on i'm, where I'm you're gonna, gonna have allow to allow yourself to go yeah because this is my sleeve <laughs> and my feelings are right there so yeah. i have to yeah. be careful with that <laughs> okay dominique is a true pleasure to be around strong and capable to be sure but sincere and easily approachable as well Dominique is a perfect example of the talent hidden in Brownwood. Those fortunate enough to see this show will be blown away. Wow. It's lovely when you have a lead who is talented, but it's extra special when you get to work with one who is both talented and a joy to be around. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, All these are fantastic. Dominique (laughs) is an amazing talent who delivers this role to perfection. It's an honor to share the stage with her. And this is the last one I've gotten. Some more may roll through here during the interview. Um, (laughs) This is not a lady who was merely casted well. She was, but she over-delivers the part and creates multiple facets of emotion for all of us to bask in. Moreover, her presence allows all of us to follow and play off of her great performance. I mean, that's the best thing you can say about an actor, right? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Wow. There you go. That's that's some of your your castmates there. (laughs) Thank you for the tissue. Yeah, that's great. Uh, let's see. Okay, we've talked about seeing your beautiful mug all over town on the posters. <laughs> Is there a billboard, too, somewhere? There are, yeah. There are billboards, too? Yeah. yeah. Um, I had two friends send me one. One of them is on Coggin, and the other one is next to the traffic tee over there by KFC. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Some basic show questions here. Okay. What is the biggest challenge in bringing this show to stage? Time. Yeah. Just the, it goes fast, doesn't it? It's a fast process. Mm -hmm. Very, very fast. You just have to just be on your toes and and stay focused and um, keep that energy that you're getting from your castmates as well. So that energy that you bring as well as the energy they bring. And it just, hopefully it just keeps it going. (laughs) Now the best shows are the ones that after it's over, you're talking to your significant other about all the way home. Mm -hmm. What are some of the thoughts you think that the audience is going to have in the car on the way home after seeing this? How many amazing voices there are Mm -hmm. on that stage. Yeah. Um, I heard Jessica Dennis. Jessica Dennis. Yeah. Oh my goodness. (laughs) There's a scene where she's singing to me 
and it's her big solo. And I, once again, trying to hold back the tears. (laughs) (laughs) She is delivering it. It, It's, it's absolutely amazing. And of course, Miss Nancy Joe. Yes. She, wow. I, I just, I'm in awe of everyone's talent and that we get to witness this every night. Well, talk about getting to act alongside Dr. Nancy Jo Humfield, seeing yeah. her in a different role where she's not in charge. She's not the director. Mm-hmm. She's in the cast. Talk mm-hmm. about that. She is just so supportive. Yeah. And she is hilarious. We're having that relationship of, of partners, scene partners, uh-huh. and she's great to act off, oh, yeah. you know, to do a scene with because <laughs> she gives so much. So you, you want to give her just as much whenever you're doing your part. Yeah. So it's, it's been great. Yeah. It's been really cool. I'm so excited for you to get to do this. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get to figure out. You'll be still working on it after opening. Oh, how yeah. to how to deliver the lines to get the maximum laughs? Yes. You know. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you've got a ton of them too. I'm sure. Mm, what what is your What's your favorite? Your favorite <laughs> line? Does it have something to do with the word chastity? <laughs> you know, I actually don't say anything like that in the script. Oh, really? No, but I. <laughs> one of the funniest things to me, and I think. I remember during read through how much laughs it got Yeah, and it was Eddie was talking about how he's going to have to hide me. Yeah. And I said, Oh, so I'm going to have to go incognito. <laughs> <laughs> that's that to me is brilliant. That's the you best know, line. That's to me. I, that's one of my favorite lines. Yeah. That's great. That's great. <laughs> and I have to make sure I'm not laughing. Whenever oh, I no. say it. <laughs> oh, no. That, that, no, that's serious. <laughs> Who in the cast is most like their character? <laughs> <laughs> Catherine. Catherine Smith that plays Mary Patrick. Okay. She is so bubbly and so energetic. And, you know, she's even one of those where she's having to do so much before rehearsal. And then she comes in and just bam, just all that energy. Like she is Mary Patrick. Okay. Yeah, she's definitely. Who has the biggest struggle? Who's least like their character? Probably Tracy. Yeah, Tracy Tucker. Yeah, Yeah. because she's playing, um, I think, uh, Sister Is she ditzy? What's what's her character trait? She is... uh, She's very out in space. Okay. She is in her own little world. You know, there's a part where, you know, one of the first things she says is, has the smoke changed? Do we have a new Pope? You know, and, and she's just so out of it that, you know, they, she has to be brought back down to earth. But yeah, she's, she is great. All right. Let's bring it to you. What in your character is most like you? Hmm. I would say quick wit. Yeah. When you're around certain people. Okay. All right. So, I don't know. Yeah. And Quick-witted. a little bit dry. Okay. Just, just kind of, kind of dry. I have a little bit of sass, but I think I keep that hidden sometimes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> least. What, what in your character is least like you? Um. The attention. The what? The attention. The attention. The attention that she wants. Oh, okay. She yeah. craves attention. She craves it. She wants it. She yeah. lives for it. You don't crave attention, no. Dominique? 
no <laughs> no this is a kind of hard doing this yeah <laughs> but no i no not at all so <laughs> who cracks you up in the cast who's the funniest off stage or whatever who's just who's the one that maybe you didn't really know until this there's probably a lot like that but anybody come to mind i would say <laughs> you know kayla yeah. She is absolutely hilarious. She just has these moments where you catch her with her facial expressions. <laughs> and I mean, I, I have to watch it once again, making sure that I don't look over there in her direction because she'll just <laughs> she'll just crack me up. I love Kayla. Um, I, I love being in shows with Kayla too. She's she's amazing. <clears throat> and then also Jeff. Tucker. He is comedic he is hilarious Uh to me i i Uh you know this is the first show i've done with him and getting to know him like this and it's been a joy it's been Mm. a joy yeah so he makes me mad because i I went and watched (laughs) that little scene yesterday yeah and he just makes it look so natural his acting i'm thinking he just looks so good up there in that role yeah yeah wait till you hear him sing Oh yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a teaser. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm really torn it. on how much because it's just like right there. I can walk over and it watch is. all the rehearsals, <laughs> but I don't want to do that. I don't want to spoil my opening night surprise yeah. and fun. So yeah. I'm going to try to stay away yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Um, have you figured out any last second ritual or something that you're going to do before you take the stage as Dolores? For the first time, <laughs> uh, breathe. That's yeah. also uh-huh. a very good thing. Um, just meditate. Okay. And, you know, get into that that zone. Do of, you need to have some time away? Do you need to get away from people for a second? Or and you know, I think with me, I think it would just be some earphones, some music. Okay. Tune out when we're getting ready, and yeah. then I'll be good. Okay. I think I'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. It you might, don't know. It, never it might change. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea, but yeah. that's, that's what I'm thinking. Just, you know, get comfortable, shake out some of the nerves, keep some of them because mm-hmm. it does help yeah. with that adrenaline. Oh yeah. And, um, just have fun. You know, Danielle and Catherine, we were talking about them earlier. They helped me with some of the, that confidence Okay. that I was telling telling you about earlier. Yeah. And they both said, you got to, especially Catherine, you got to learn how to sing with your heart and not with your mind. Yeah. So I need to get to that space. I need to get into that pocket of I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about anything. Right. Just deliver and have fun. And I fun. think the, the audience can see that. They can see if you're singing from your heart yes. or if you're singing worried about your pitch or maybe you're right. trying to think of what the words or whatever right yeah they they can see that oh so yeah that's good advice oh yeah. yeah yeah um performing to a track that doesn't it's not going to stop it's just going to keep going you know you've got a limited amount of time to get that dialogue in before you have to start singing mm-hmm that's kind of stressful, isn't it? Just a little, yeah. Why am I bringing all this up? <laughs> <laughs> she was fine till I, till I, till I interviewed her. <laughs> I'm 
just, I, that, that was my deal in Footloose because I had these couple of paragraphs I had yes. to read and it was just like a ticking clock, you yes. know, with that track. Yes. You, know? you think it's like the, the last bits of, you know, Jeopardy for Final Jeopardy. Uh-huh. Oh, you're about, it's about to end. It's yeah, about yeah, to yeah, end. You yeah. better have it. There you go. You know, but it's just that's going to come with repetition exactly it's all repetition and getting comfortable with it you know running the show running the show running the show getting that rhythm yeah and it'll 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 work itself out are you a broadway aficionado are you like a musical geek only on the ones that i think i find myself just going back to repetitively okay um but i do love musical theater I do and I I, because I think probably because I know the process it's a lot it's hard work and then you get to see the end result the magic that happens so I try to watch the Tony Awards every year yeah you know that's that's a dream of mine I would love to go and watch that live that Mm -hmm. would be great Mm -hmm. right um, we'll just try this and we'll see where it goes. I have a little quiz here. Musical oh, theater no. quiz. Okay. And if it's too hard and it doesn't go well, I can edit it out. Okay. Fabulous. Just see okay. how well Great. you know your musicals. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to read like a famous line from a musical. Could be okay. in a song. I think most of these are in the song. Okay. But maybe they're not. Maybe they're just quotes from a musical. Okay. And we'll see if you can get the musical. Okay. <sighs> So I'm, I'm, I'm naming the name of the musical. Name the musical. Okay. Yes. All right. Here we go. There's always tomorrow. Annie. There you go. <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. All right. Okay. Here's, here's a good one. If you can't be famous, be infamous. Oh. I don't know. The first thing that popped into my head was assassins but that's I'm, i don't think that's it close it was one that we almost did in place of sister act oh chicago yes really? that's a line oh. from chicago all right okay this is from a fairly new musical okay it's a fantastic musical though okay the greatest thing you'll ever learn is to love and be loved in return oh that's moulin rouge there you go yeah. 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 Because yeah. I love the movie. Yes, I do too. <laughs> okay. Arise and seize the day. Is that Newsies? It is Newsies. You are good. I'm glad <laughs> you did this. All right. Um, follow every rainbow till you find your dreams. Okay, I'm I'm blanking on that one. Don't want to hazard a guess, Dominique. Mm, no, because I there's something right there on the tip of my tongue, but I can't even. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna be mad at yourself. I'm, sound I'm, of music. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Do you hear the people sing? Oh, lame is. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. Always look on the bright side of life. Oh, um, is that Life of Brian or Monty Python? What other Monty Python? Oh, Spamalot. There you go. Yeah. Spamalot. <laughs> yes. Okay. History has its eyes on you. Oh, Hamilton. Yeah. You're right again. <laughs> okay. I know that the night must end and that the sun will rise. 
I know that the night must end and that the sun will rise. Oh my gosh, Lion King! <laughs> Oh my that goodness! That was the I'm, I'm. Oh man, I am embarrassing myself on that one. Okay, all right. Here's the last one, Dominique. Masquerade. Hide yourself so the world will never find you. Phantom. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You passed. Oh yay! Seven out of ten. I didn't know I was gonna have to do a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta have we gotta have little fun little things that we do here, and we've got another fun little deal here. But first, let's see. Before we get to the last thing, I got some more text. So, oh. so get get the toilet paper. Okay, handy I still there. have this one right. piece. So I have a, a few more roll in here. Okay, Dominique is a ray of sunshine with the voice of an angel. I'm so glad she's getting a chance to let that light shine big time on stage. Wow. Dominique sings and acts with her heart and soul. She has brought tears to us in rehearsals. I'm so blessed to be on the stage with her. Oh, man. And finally, it's the last one. Dominique has an incredible voice and is a wonderful talent. Moreover, she is a true humble spirit and is an absolute delight. I love the second act when I get to smile at her rather than frowning as I do most of the way through the first act. You probably know who this is. Yes. She is a true joy, and I am positive that our audience members will adore her. That was Dr. Nancy Joe. Yes. (laughs) Thank you all. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll cry in the car. (laughs) (laughs) So we close all of these interviews with a dramatic reading. Okay. Now, if you want to do a monologue, we can. Maybe it was something you've done in college or at some point. Um, I would love to do a scene from August Wilson's Fences between Troy and Rose. That's that Denzel Washington. Yes. Yes. I don't remember a lot about that. What? But I remember seeing it, and I remember it being very powerful. Very, very powerful. Uh, Troy and Rose are a couple. They have, um, they have children. Now, who played Rose? Rose was Viola Davis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Troy was an old baseball player. Okay. So he has this kind of washed up. Yeah. He has this mentality of, you know, I was a ball player and everything that he talks about in his life when it comes to examples and things, he uses baseball terms. And this particular scene, uh, he admits to an affair and that there's a child involved. Okay. Yeah. Heavy stuff. Very heavy stuff. So, Are we going to read this? Am I going to read for Troy? I think you should read for Troy. Okay. All right. Now, Rose, I done tried all my life to live decent, to live a clean, hard, useful life. I tried to be a good husband to you in every way I knew how. 
Maybe I come into the world backwards. I don't know. But you, you're born with two strikes on you. Before you come to the plate, you got to guard it closely. Always looking for the curveball on the inside corner. You can't afford to let none get past you. You, you can't afford a call strike. If you're going down, you're going down swinging. Everything lined up against you. What are you going to do? I fooled them, Rose. I bunted. When I found you and Corey and a halfway decent job, I was safe. Couldn't nothing touch me. I wasn't going to strike out no more. I, I wasn't going to go back to that penitentiary. I wasn't going to lay down in the streets with a bottle of wine. I was safe. I had me a family, a job, and I wasn't going to get that last strike. I was on first, looking for one of them boys to knock me in, to get me home. You should have stayed in my bed, Troy. And then when I saw that gal, she, she firmed up my backbone. And I got to thinking that if I tried, I just might be able to steal second. Do you understand after 18 years I wanted to steal second? You should have held me tight. You should have grabbed me and held on. I stood on first base 18 years. And I thought, well, God damn it. Go on for it. We're not talking about baseball. We're talking about you going off to lay in bed with another woman and then bring it home to me. That's what we're talking about. We ain't talking about no baseball. Now, Rose, you're not listening to me. I'm trying to be the best I can to explain it to you. It's not easy for me to admit that I've been standing in the same place for 18 years. I've been standing with you. I've been right here with you, Troy. I got a life too. I gave 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot with you. Don't you think I ever wanted other things? Don't you think I had dreams and hopes? What about my life? What about me? Don't you think it ever crossed my mind to want to know other men that I want to lay up somewhere and forget about my responsibilities? That I wanted someone to make me laugh so I could feel good. You're not the only one who's got wants and needs. But I held on to you, Troy. I took all my feelings, my wants, my needs, my dreams, and buried them inside you. I planted a seed and watched and prayed over it. I planted myself inside you and waited to bloom. And it didn't take me no 18 years to find out that the soil was hard and rocky and it was never going to bloom. But I held on to you, Troy. I held you tighter. You was my husband. I owed you everything I had, every part of me I could find to give you. And upstairs in that room, with the darkness falling in on me, I gave everything I had to try and erase the doubt that you wasn't the finest man in the world. And wherever you was going, I wanted to be there with you. Because you was my husband. Because that's the only way I was going to survive as your wife. You always talking about what you give and what you don't have to give, but you take too. You take and you don't even know nobody's giving. Wow. <laughs> Dominique, thank you for doing this. Thank I hope you. it I hope you've enjoyed it. I have. I have. Thank you so much. <laughs>
I'm honored. <laughs> July 8th, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to go see Sister Act. It's not just Dominique Stevens. You've got a whole wonderful, supportive cast yes. around you. Sister Act, the Brownwood Lyric Theater. Thanks, Dominique. Thank you. Look at my style, could it be more glam? Look at my look, can you say hot damn? Look and at once you know what I am. Me, I'm fabulous, baby. There she goes, fantasizing again. Baby, whatever you sniffing, I want me some. Look at my moves, don't they blow your mind? Drama and talent and sex combined. Hell, you could tell even if you're blind. See, I'm fabulous, baby. I'm meant to be where the spotlight shines. Born to be on display. Built to be dressed to the 99s and ready to stand and say, hey. I can't cause I'm on my way Me, I'm fabulous, baby I've got fabulous things to Thanks for listening to Waxing Lyrically Sponsored by the one and only Teddy's Brewhouse in downtown Brownwood If you found value in the show We'd appreciate a rating on iTunes Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show That would help us out too This is your announcer, Kurt Schneider Inviting you to increase your culture with the lively arts See you next time just stand back and clear the track oh, Look at me, can't you see I'm fabulous, baby Check me out, ain't no doubt Where this girl is found So joke all you want, go ahead and laugh One day you'll back for my Can't you see all my millions of fans Screaming desperately for me I'm a keeper, a goddess, a star on the brink A house rocking vision and heart shocking pink My party riot, the whole kitchen sink It's time for the world to find out, don't you think? Two.